It's a new day in High Rock and a new year for our cast. This week on The Hapless Heroes. If, if they aren't sufficiently excited about it, I'll just shoot them. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast, and Happy New Year. I'm Francesco, and I'm returning as your host and DM, and I have a wonderful cast of characters to introduce for you tonight, including a very special guest. But first, starting on my virtual left, we have Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Good evening. Mike as Lord and Captain, Quinn Southwind. At my service. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Hi there. Our special guest and dear valued patron, Joe, as Omnius. It didn't go boom yet. And John, as Lord Jarrell the Light. It's a pleasure to be in the presence of the newest arch cleric. Mm. Yes, and before we get to that recap, Joe is joining us as one of our uh, valued patrons on Patreon, donating at a high level, and we're going to bring him into this cast for a couple episodes here and see what kind of mischief we can get up to. Uh, And Phil could not be with us tonight, but we'll be back in a couple weeks. So we have a fun little one for you planned. Before we broke for the new year, uh, some things happened in High Rock. You guys had encountered um, some strange behaviors from a lot of the people living here um madness in the streets the temple guard of you know the arch clerisy of valen almost like like instilling martial law in the streets everyone acting strangely people starving but yet seeming an abundance of food all of that appeared to be driven by who you guys revealed to be at least uh either they weren't the acting arch cleric Bronson or they were and had nefarious purposes, but you unmasked him so to speak and fought him bravely as well as a doppelganger of Jarrell. And that fight went in your favor. However, Bronson escaped Jarrell. You spoke to Valen for the first time in a long time. And she spoke to you through the, you know, mouth of Shalandria who came to see what all the ruckus was about at the top of the spire. Um, and your God essentially tasked you with ascension I'm trying to figure that whole mess out. I'm sure Jarrell has a lot of questions and not a whole lot of answers now. And zero was bestowed with additional divine power as this avatar of war that he was sort of dubbed to be back in the days of the, you know, invasion at last wall. So lots of things unfolding here. And now it's kind of, there's a, just a whole, probably a whole mess down in the streets and in the city, as you can tell that there was some sort of, you know, there had been that orb that seemed to have been powering some sort of crazy magic here that was putting a lot of people under um, a spell, so to speak, with some of the guards even reporting that they had no recollection of the last like month or two. So there's probably a lot to unpack here. 
Um, we're going to open up back into the top of the spire. You guys are, you know, I think probably getting ready to descend. You know, Shalandria is looking around at the mess she's got to clean up and, you know, the, the headless corpse of the Jarell doppelganger, right? Who's actually, who actually had turned into Bronson, you know, as they were dead, almost framing you guys, but you're all right. It was the mustache um, that saved us. Yeah, it's the mustache that Boris drew on the severed head that definitely saved you guys, for sure. Yes, absolutely that. <laughs> definitely that. <laughs> Nothing else. Um, but no, so while we're here, you know, you guys, you know, Hedrick's with you guys, um, but you kind of, you see him say for, like, stop for a moment, say like, oh, oh, guys, I don't feel so good. And then he just, you hear like a pop, and he disappears. And then a moment later, someone else appears in his place. And uh, he's also got his eyes closed and he's holding something kind of greenish out in front of him. Greenish? Praying. Something greenish. Something greenish (laughs) out in front of him. (laughs) Um, He waits like two seconds and then he opens his left eye kind of like squintingly and goes... Oh, thank God it didn't go off this time. Uh, what does this person look like, Joe? Uh, he's wearing um, like a white lab coat. He's a human male, and he's got this frizzy white hair that's kind of like uh, Rick from Rick and Morty's, kind of like everywhere type stuff, but it's burnt off on a lot of ends. Um, he has a pair of goggles across his forehead. And he also has this uh, steel hellhound that, like, sits right next to him as he comes into existence in front of you guys. Uh, he's about six foot tall and yeah, early 30s, late 20s. You can't really tell because he's got a lot of ash and soot and stuff all over his face. And um, you can tell that he uh, does something kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, what's he wearing? Uh, that was uh, like the lab coat. Um, I have clothes of mending on, so they would look like just basically um, a t- like a tunic shirt with uh, billowy brownish jeans on, just a pair of brown boots. Uh, with the lab coat over it all? Yeah. Perfect. Well, this is a surprise my uh, rest of you party members here uh, as someone has appeared to literally have swapped places with Hedrick. I draw my rapier. Zero just looks at him. Project, right? That would be correct. Which team? Uh, Operation Outreach. Building 93. Oh my god, you know those guys. No, no wonder you're looking the stereotype. Come on, man, have a little pride. I've kind of blown half of my outfits to pieces, so I just wear the same thing every day now. I love that Zero is way more excited to see another project member than concerned about what the hell just happened to Hedrick. <laughs> <laughs> you did that? What? This isn't like some new thing for the project. This is like a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Jarrell um, will say... Uh, real quick, bef- real huh? quick. Zero, speaking of this being just another Tuesday, roll me a history check. It's technically a Wednesday. 
It is technically a Wednesday. Thank you for remembering. I only remember that because I, I know brunch is coming. Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. Uh, 17. The, the faint aura that dissipated shortly after this, you know, person poofed into Hedrick's place uh, reminds you of exactly that time back in Tamasha here when you guys were testing that uh, Omega Project cargo transportation technology where you were magically poofed to Tamasha here as an inanimate object. However, this person is very much living and breathing. I mean, really good that so you got it working on organics. It's fantastic. How, how... It's actually been working on organics for a little while. We just didn't want to tell anybody because then, you know, everybody would be like, oh, I want to go here. Oh, I want to go there. And it's just too much hassle. Okay. Well, I mean, that... of course. Anyone going to ask, where's Hedrick? Darrell raised Hedrick? his hand. I, I was going to ask. <laughs> Boris raises her hand. I was going to try to pet the dog. Science happened. He'll turn up eventually. It'll be great. Who's Hedrick? But where'd he go? Was there somebody standing here before I came here? Like this exact spot? Yes. Oh, he's back at our offshore facility by Ardwall. Uh, he'll be fine, I think. So you don't actually know if he's all right? Well, there's a 50-50 chance he could be caught in a parallel pen pandemonium field that if he moves he'll just kind of like deatomize. So I hope he didn't sneeze. Oh, uh, 50, <laughs> uh, to be fair, 50-50 is really good odds for early uh, for early Omega Tech. Yeah, because this little thing has gone off five out of the last six times I've transported it, so this is number six. Okay, so when you say little thing, I imagine you've brought another project aside from... Uh, well, we'll get into the dog later. Well, that, that, yeah, this, uh, this little thing, I call it a grenade. Um, I specialize in weapons design. You guys dealt with Project Prototype 11, right? Yes. Um, that, that, yeah, was the, for, that was the big For various uh, definitions yeah. of the words dealt and with, yes, yes, we did. Oh, I built those guns. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's not your fault. I, at least I don't blame you. Um, and it wasn't that hard to fix them anyways. I mean, I had like six sets of spares sitting around because I get excited about it. But anyways, this thing is a grenade. And the last five times I've teleported it, it went off when we uh, came through on the other side. Kind of messed me up a little bit. Um, this thing next to me is my... Uh, uh, construct that I built to help me out in the lab and keep me safe. The yeah, the construct like waves it, like wags its mechanical tail. Yeah, it uh, to describe the construct better, it um, it's all metal, like a robotic uh, hellhound. If you've ever looked up at a, hell, uh, a hellhound before, um, so it's kind of like pointy where like the fur would be like matted on an animal. It's like all pointy and stuff. The eyes kind of glow a little red and it's uh, looks very ferocious, but he's really a sweetheart. 
I was say, but so pettable apparently because Boris wants to pet the dog. The metal yeah, Boris dog walks up and pets the dog. He I'm picturing that. like Dino Mutt. <laughs> Anybody remember Dino, Dino Mutt? <laughs> yeah, I remember Dino. Dino Mutt, but with a lot more spikes and a little bit more uh, evil looking, but not evil. <laughs> Mike, you have your hand raised. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Quinn's just still a little befuddled. So, did you mean to come here to this place? Well, see, Zero is a project, so he's tagged, and I could teleport directly to him. And 99% of the time, Zero's with the heroes of Taldoria, so I figured I would be able to come warn you guys, which is what I was sitting here for in the first place. Okay, so there's a warning. Uh, there's something yes, that you yes. said for burying the lead here. <laughs> Sorry. I told you I've got a lot on my mind. Obviously, we're not even getting to the question of if the grenade you're carrying is blown up five times when teleporting it, why on earth you would continue teleporting it? Well, the same reason why when somebody passes out, you smack them until they wake up. Science. Only if you do it 30 times. Were you going to blow yourself up another 25? Well, well, I this lab coat kind of helps a little bit, but my hair suffers a lot. Well, I mean, as long as you're right, I mean, it's perfectly fine. I'm not trying to sound like I'm judging here. Oh, well, anyway, this grenade has a uh, lighter load than what would be the field model. So when it goes off, it doesn't really go off as big as what I'm planning on the field model to do. So you are the uh, warning was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right, right. Just well, continuously skipping past the warning. I love it. <laughs> well, the, you see, the, the, there's a line usually for the teleporter. So any chance I get to use the teleporter, I'm going to conduct my experiment. I have to get Fan these things safe to travel. Fantastic. Before we get too sidetracked, let's That's let's fantastic. just go back That's to fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, we're, this, is, we're, this is the opposite okay. of fantastic. Well, it didn't go off. You're fine. Did it kill it's, you? It's, it's okay. Experimentally it's, teleporting with a bomb, and people that I know a are grenade, not bomb. Okay, a grenade. Same difference. Tit for tat. I don't know. So you came. Any one of us could just poof vanish because you decided to come with a grenade to warn us about what. Oh, uh, there's a lot going on, actually. Um, the summit is in danger. Um, there's... From? Well, they didn't <laughs> give me all the details, but something's been attacking within the city. Like, there's a lot of people dying and a lot of people coming up missing. And some of the leaders may have been wounded or taken. And uh, they uh, sent me here to warn you guys and see if you could help. Oh, and I'm also supposed to help upgrade some things if I can around here, because that's what I do. How quickly can we get back to the summit? Well, you don't have the airship. No. We ah, have a very quick no. boat. And things are kind you of know. fucked in high, high Rock still, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So... They never tell me when the planning is going on, so the timing is a little off. I'm sorry. 
Release you, this thing off. You're from Kelnor. You know better. There's no planning. I know. I just wish there was. I've lost five apprentices because of them. Oh, you're fine. It's only five. Boris has been staring at the dog deep in thought this entire time, reaches into her pocket, pulls out a handful of ball bearings, and tries to feed them to the metal dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'll notice that he uh, will actually eat them, and then... Uh, his rough metal tongue will lick your palm as he empties them from your hand. You can just hear him like clattering around inside of the mechanical dog now. <laughs> yeah, well, because he's uh, the steel defenders have the ability to repair themselves a little bit. So that's like fuel for the tank. <laughs> just more scrap metal. Excellent. Yeah. Boris spends the rest of this conversation trying to teach the dog to sit pretty for a ball bearing. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, quickly point out that the information that was briefly glossed over just now that we're again just <laughs> glossing over again was that the leaders of the entirety of the southern kingdoms are in danger including Boris, who is now befriending a giant metal hellhound. And I'm concerned <laughs> that I'm going to vanish of because of an experiment. No, 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 you're not going to vanish because of the experiment. This was a one-way trip because the risk uh, of the other end blowing up is still pretty 50-50. You, you still have not guaranteed that Hedrick is all right. Zero. Well... Zero, roll me an intelligence, roll me an intelligence check. Thirteen. There's about a 50-50 chance that this was a one-way trip as well. Oh, what, uh, him coming here? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Wouldn't Zero know of me from... Uh, uh, I mean, let's see. He might. There are, there were a lot of us, but it is possible. No, no names were really exchanged. Everyone Between went straight two. to the questions. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, well, I mean, he's, he's team 93. I mean, guys, team 93. <laughs> uh, so zero. One more thing. Because that actually makes me think of, you know, if you do actually know this particular project scientist, like, intimately. Roll me one more history check, please. Eleven. You know, the name rings a bell, but maybe not for the reasons that you think. Um, you remember on the airship, those scaba apparatus that you guys were using to breathe in the hold of holding? Oh, yeah, those guys. Um, those did have the Building 93 stamp on them. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Wait, wait a second. You're the, you guys are the team that built the Scaba apparatus. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. All right, I've got you confused with Team 97. I am so sorry for any unintentional aspersions I made. I am wounded. Team 97 is a bunch of idiots. Well, I mean, if you were really on Team 97, you would probably literally be wounded, too, yes. 
<laughs> well, I get wounded a lot anyways on 93, but... <laughs> Uh, the last useful thing they put out, I think, was a pocket knife that sharpens itself. That's also worth it. also worth noting, this uh, you know that particular was a building. Yeah, ninety three. Team ninety three is also responsible for the design of your, uh, well, mechanical lungs, as it were, that don't you know require you to breathe. Zero. Oh yeah, I do do that, don't I? Yeah. Sometimes. Usually. I don't Not know. In the traditional how, way. How often is somebody <laughs> supposed to breathe anyway? I never really know. Generally, that's controlled by a part of the brain that's automatic, so it just depends on, I guess, their programming. Organic but programming? Dr. Von Sturm was a little iffy about those sorts of things sometimes. While they're having this conversation, uh, Jarrell goes to Quinn. How the hell do we get back to the summit? We need to get there immediately. We're not even done here. Uh, We will have to find passage. It's too bad there's nobody here to help you guys come up with a plan. Nope. Mm -mm. (laughs) No. Definitely not happening. his own horn. <laughs> well, but you do have somebody here who's really good at building things. And we have the that muscle. Okay. We have the muscle to build it. Yeah, the paladin's pretty beefy. So, for starters, we need to build an end to civil unrest here in uh, High Rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that, probably still that's doesn't, pro- isn't really the right word there, is it? I don't I don't know. It's it's people stuff. I I I, I don't people can't really leave a job unfinished. I mean, right. yeah. And can, but this, but now zero, there's a tie. And zero looks at the three people. People here can. Does one of you know how to people this situation away? Because we we have things we have to do. Um. <clears throat> Jarrell nods. I, I think I can assist with it, at least expediating the turnover process for our new arch cleric here. Um, what do we propose to do with this? I would hate to leave such a weapon here. And he points at the Sword of Injustice, which is lying on the floor. And already oh, yeah. hurt Jarrell. Yeah, the one that hurt you when you tried to pick it up. Uh, Sherlandria, yeah. who now shouts from the back, like, I don't know what it is you people are up to. Uh, with the teleportation and the magics, but just please don't blow up the spire. Oh, if it was going to go off, I would have done it immediately coming through the portal. You're fine. Uh, and she just kind of. I, I feel like I know how this episode open. ends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "We will have our people safeguard this weapon and 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 put it, seal it away." until we can understand how to destroy it. This is the most unholy of artifacts. It must be destroyed. Zero kind of leans in close to the party. You should totally get that to Arion Black. Omnius uh, is going to... Can Omnius see this weapon at the moment? Oh yeah, it's on the ground. It's like, it's 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 glowing a uh, now a horrid uh, greenish light. 
Greenish, Greenish light. Greenish light. Omnius is going to kind of stare really hard at it because he's brain scattered and kind of forget about everything else in the remote. He really wants to touch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jarrell's arm is still like blackened. Uh, his skin is slowly returning back to its normal color after like trying to pick that thing up. Uh, Jarrell will turn to Zero. Zero, you would like to bring this with us. Well, I don't know if we want to be carrying it. I mean, I mean, it is Zero glances at his arm a few times. If one of you guys can get it into my pocket, but I'm not picking it up to put it in my pocket. Uh, Jarrell will try to do a persuasion. Shalandria, you must let us bring this weapon of danger with us. We are likely the most capable of destroying it, if any. She looks it o- over at like the you know plinth where like the orb once was that you carved to pieces, and she says, "You may be right. Do um, it with haste." Uh, p- excuse me. Does this weapon damage organic people who touch it? Uh, Jarrell looks at his hand. Yes. Oh, uh, I'll just have Fluffy here pick it up and put it in whatever we gotta carry. He's not organic. He's purely construct. Shalandria just, you know, says to you, um, perhaps you're right, but do it with haste. That will be the plan. Uh, we are going to need to stabilize things here in a little bit of a hurry. Hopefully this means we don't have to run uh, too rough shot over uh, some of uh, some of the lesser functionaries around here who might get a little uh, conservative about an orderly handover of power, but well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, Shalantri actually looks at Jarrell and says, well, you're admittedly handsome and charismatic friend appears to have disappeared. Um, but Jarrell, you have a way with words as well. Would you be able to maybe, I don't know, address the people? Uh, Jarrell beams. I would be happy to. Um, as he watches this robot dog stuff a giant evil sword into Boris the Butcher's <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the pockets. Yeah. So, hon, you're saying that the you're, are you saying that you're making the dog try to pick up the sword? That, that was Omnius's idea. He's going to try to. Yeah. I'm going to have uh, my steel defender try and pick the sword up. Uh, Boris is going to try to ride the dog to the sword as well. <laughs> okay. That might be a little much. painful. He's got a lot of spikes all over the place. Expectedly, yes. But she's going to try anyway. Just find that one little, like, slightly comfy spot that's just like, yeah, like between two spikes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, as the steel defender tries to pick up the sword, I need you to have the steel defender make a Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving. Oh, fluffy. Yeah, I was gonna suggest a mage hand on that one, but. <laughs> Uh, that is an 18 plus 2, so dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. So it will take half. So 22 turns to 11 cold damage. Does he have a cold resistance? Uh, no, he is not resistant to anything, but he is immune to poison. And immune to being charmed, exhausted, or poisoned. All right. 
but it takes the damage and you know it, re- it, it resists this this sword being locked into its jaws as it like almost because it, you, you know, it almost like froze its jaws shut as it picked it up in its mouth you'll hear a mechanical whine as it like kind of moves its jaw around trying to resist the uh, the freezing action is Boris on his back already uh, if he's already picking up the sword, Boris would have dismounted. She was just riding him to the sword with the intent okay. for it to go so like three pocket, feet. So. <laughs> yeah, Boris would be standing there literally holding a giant pocket that just appeared out of nowhere out as wide as she can. So the sword is as far from her body as possible when it's being dropped in. So all, you know, two and a half feet of her tiny arms or however long that is. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the uh, sword the sword drops into its into the pocket, and then the pocket just kind of shrinks and disappears. Boris waits, like half flinching, waiting for her leg to freeze. Your leg does not freeze, um, but make me a perception check, Boris. Twenty eight. You can almost hear like faint whispers coming from behind you, but every time you turn your head, they are still behind you. Boris has, like, her head over her shoulder and is spinning in circles repeatedly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think the little one's gone crazy. You can't seem to shake it either. It's just, like, there's, it's just almost this, this, like, just through the the din of whatever the background is, it's kind of quiet up here now. You can just kind of faintly hear them. Can I hear what it's saying if I listen no. very intently? Too faint. Even with that roll, that's what I, that's what that perception was for, right? Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's that faint. You probably wouldn't have even picked up on it if you weren't paying attention. Boris looks at Jarell. Hey, uh, does does your sword talk to you? Sometimes. <laughs> I think the sword is trying to talk to me. Well, it does appear Talking quite evil, swords. so that's not surprising. Very quiet. Try to ignore it. <laughs> Try to ignore it, he says. Great advice, Terrell. You're going to do great with the people of High Rock. Very persuasive. I can roll a persuasion to ignore it. <laughs> Maybe you should have Quinn write, write, write your speech. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. If I, 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 like... does, Quinn, does Quinn help Jarrell? Give Quinn's, me the help Quinn's already by preparing starting. a speech. <laughs> yes. Well, you're gonna. You're, so He's, first of all, you guys haven't even dis- descended from the spire yet, so you have nope. no idea what's going on in the streets. But he is frantically scribbling a speech for Jarrell to read. <laughs> all right. Well, what's the next thing <coughs> uh, here then, team? Hmm? Um, the um, his hand being hurt is pretty obvious, right? Um. Yeah, because Jarrell, I think you were able to see it, Jarrell, right? Through, like, I remember you had taken some of, removed some armor to, like, look at yourself or something like it's that. It's getting better. It is getting better. Okay. Well, then, if you're it fine with it, I'm fine. It. it actually All took right. off temporary hit points. So, like, I didn't even lose any hit points. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Teacher's pet. All right. Well, what's the next action here, team? You guys are at the top of the spire. Time to head back down, right? Well, we, we might as well. We can't just. We're going to be so mad. 
right, well. As you guys are descending, you can kind of start seeing some of the aftermath of, you know, this magic kind of dissipating. Um, you can see that there's a few uh, attendants being helped up on the level below. Um, the ones that had been magically put to sleep, some of them have been roused and are just kind of sitting there like really groggy. Um, you know, and you guys keep descending and, you know, not too much to speak of in some of the other levels. Um, you know, there are people like kind of walking about, like checking through things because like, you know, they just don't remember, like a lot of people seem to be suffering from that same sort of memory loss, right? But then you reach the first floor that is completely covered in dust and ashes. The furniture Good still Lord, stands. The furniture still stands, but where you would have expected confetti and popcorn and things like that is literally just like ash, like coating I did everything. Popcorn. And someone is trying to frantically like sweep it all up. I was kind of expecting goo. I'm glad it's not goo. I'm glad it's not goo too. <laughs> you know who's really glad it's not goo? The person with the broom. <laughs> <laughs> They're the most thankful this day. I don't know if they're thankful necessarily, but... well, uh, It's not you. Yeah, they barely pay you any mind as you guys True. make your way to the doors, which are unlocked. And to be honest, Ash is probably better than Glitter. Like, this was a win. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you imagine Glitter? <laughs> Just all over the Side city. note. Side note, I lived in an apartment for a couple of years that the previous tenants had put glitter on a wall to decorate a thing. Um, and for the longest time, like when you'd vac be vacuuming and cleaning, if you just like smacked the wall, like glitter would fall down. And like you didn't even, I couldn't, you didn't even see it on the wall, but if you just smacked it, like there'd be glitter. There are two things that will survive a nuclear apocalypse cockroaches and glitter. He's right. <laughs> anyways, anyways, back to the show. Um, so you guys make it outside. And now the temple grounds are a buzz. A lot of the, you see a lot of soldiers kind of like, talk, like you know, trying to finding their commanding officers and like trying to get a lay of the land. But even the commanding officers, you can tell, are just kind of like shaking their heads, like just trying to get a, their their bearings because they're trying to like take you see them taking inventory and. You know, like looking through like belongings and the quarters and things like that, because like it seems like the whole last month or two being a complete blur or just a blank spot is getting a lot of people kind of just getting their bearings again. Um, meanwhile, the there is a very loud crowd gathered outside the walls of the campus here. How is the crowd acting? Yeah. Are they friendly or are they angry? They are frightened. Um, a lot. You can hear a lot of people even just from here shouting, like, tell us what's going on. Uh, Jarrell will turn to Shalandria. Uh, are uh, you... Shalandria's, no, she's she's still up at the top of the spire. You left oh, her behind. Well, we kind of need her. <laughs> she, her well, being no the one... new arch cleric. Well, someone better go get her. She's a little busy arch clericking right now. 
Well, she's going to have to arch cleric in front of all these people. <laughs> yes, and maybe at some point she will be comfortable arch clericing in front of people. But right now, do you think maybe having her arch cleric in front of people might be a little much? Gauging off of her personality, thing. I think it would be right, good to have. Yeah, I say that's literally why she asked you to say something because she's not a people person. Again, Jarrell has no problem saying something, but just saying, "Oh yeah, this person you might know is the new arch cleric," as opposed to like, "This is your new arch cleric," and like being yeah, putting a show on. Don't worry. If if they aren't sufficiently excited about it, I'll just shoot them. Quinn hand. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Fran. Is my name Valen's Avatar of Peace? <laughs> Avatar of Talky no, Happy but, Time. <laughs> no, and just judging by the way that you've talked about human life or organic life um, since the start of this episode, and really since the start of Zero, um, it, it checks out. <laughs> like confirmed, oh. Zero is a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Quinn taps Jarrell on the shoulder and hands him uh, his his journal he's been jotting notes in. Um, I have an idea. I have an idea. Um, would you is so, it is it an idea? Or would you say that it's maybe even formulating into a plan? It's um. Uh, the beginnings of a plan. Oh no! Um, so Jarrell turns to Quim, looking through his notes, and he says, "It seems like the time for this speech is now, but we will not I, I... have completed our purpose yet. Perhaps if we were to stay at least long enough for me to officially." invoke Shalandria as the new Arch Cleric, and he's going to do a ceremony in front of everybody. Or at least in front of the higher members of the church and maybe some of the people, that it would be more official um, and would help ease the, the populace. So it's like speech first to ease their mind, but then actually do a ceremony to get it across that this is legitimate. And how long will this ceremony take? Only an hour. Can Do there be fireworks? Have an yes. hour. Uh, how how quickly do you intend to? How, how quickly can we get to the the, the what, what fuck? What's the meaning called? The summit. The summit. Well, the summit that's summit. just that's just hard wall. I mean, right. again, how, it's how quickly across. are we going to get to Ardwall? Is an hour off going to really fuck the whole thing worse than it already is? I mean, it's already going to be like a two or three day journey. Right. I mean, a an hour sooner is better than an hour later. And a yeah, three day. On. How many leaders can they murder in an hour? A lot. <laughs> Very. Uh, uh, the zombies have killed quite possibly a few. all of them. Yeah. At some point. Um, at some point, it's ominous. We are probably want to get a little bit more, going to want to get just a little bit more detail on what's going on. That said, something about carts and horses. Mm -hmm. Carts and horses. Well, let's yeah, I don't see. know. Not putting one what in front of the other or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so carts never pull horses very well. 
if we're agreed to address the frightened populace, um, I guess having like one of the great captains of the Sea Lords, the Baron of Riverford, like that's not a bad supporting group. People like Riverford around here. <laughs> Plus, I'm and riding South a big, winds. scary dog. You are right. And you it. have that, that billowy cape that makes you look so fantastic. Ah, yeah. Boris <laughs> flips her cape on and rebounds Fluffy, realizing that she had gotten off of Fluffy previously. Yeah, the cape billows, even though there is no wind to speak of. I don't think it's called Fluffy. I think she's just calling it Fluffy, and it's so unfluffy. I don't know, he called it Fluffy <laughs> once earlier. That's my nickname. Its actual project designation is 2215. No, I like Fluffy. It took me to fix it. <laughs> 2215. So that, that isn't based off of the 0. 0.5 repository, is it? Uh, Who cares? My own special modifications. Oh, fantastic. Who cares? I care. We Literally have, right here. We have lives to save. Specifically our own. We always have lives to save. Can you think of a point in the last six months where we have not had <laughs> to save? That is a fair statement. But right now, we can talk about this later. Boris um, snuggles up around Fluffy's neck and says, Don't worry, Uncle Quinn still loves you. <laughs> 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 it just stoically stands there, like it doesn't really right because it's mechanical. What's going on? Yeah. And not a real dog. Yeah. <laughs> um. So while all this is going on, Jarrell is making his way towards uh, the gate of the, the temple grounds. Um. It still sounds like people are just kind of scared and questioning what's going on. Yeah. Yes, and the guards are trying to hold them back, but they are might be you can tell that they are a lot more sympathetic now than when you first encountered them saying things like you know, like they're just trying to like calm people down by saying like listen, we know as much as you do right now, like we don't know what's going on. Like you know, one guy even you can even hear, hear one of the guards relating to one of the people being like I don't even know if my family's okay, but I can't leave my post. I haven't I don't remember talking to them. I don't remember the, the last time I remember talking to them was when I came here, and apparently that was two months ago. You know, like every, everyone is rattled. Right. So the crowd right. isn't necessarily trying to push their way in or do anything crazy, but they're just gathered looking for answers. Okay. I really wish we had the pot of casting with us. Hedrick had that. Sure did. <sighs> Fuck. Um, Almost like have, that uh, design. Uh, are you trying to amplify your voice? I am. I can help you with that. I can. Uh, he picks up a rock off the ground, and using one of his artificer infusions, uh, he will. Let me make sure I get this right. Do I have to talk into this? Jarrell asks as he's looking at this rock you just handed him. Uh. I don't think Jarrell is going to be oh, able to ease the minds of people. 
Imbue a tiny non-magical object with a magical property of your choice. Five foot radius light, up to six second long recorded message. Emits odor or nonverbal sound. Static visual effect, including up to 25 words of text. You can affect a maximum of three objects at a time. Uh, so I, I it would just be recorded to make it louder. Yeah, he can yeah. record a he can record a message and it can be passed along, but that's not that's gonna. Six you have to keep like it under that. six seconds. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> we're we're creating vines. I do I, I do love the static visual effect, including up to twenty five words of text, and you can just like keep making these. Like in like almost like like a teleprompter for Jarrell, but that's right. not gonna. That's the only thing I can think of as an application for that. Yeah, sorry. I which, thought I, I thought which, I could help here. Which it's sounds okay. hilarious to me, but um, I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> um, I think it would be funny if it amplified every sound he made, including like flatulent sounds, <laughs> like just, <laughs> while he's holding it. <laughs> Fortunately, it won't work. Awkward this mouth way. noises. Right. A naked gun. When he goes, <laughs> never mind. But I will say that, as you, I mean, as you guys are approaching the scene, like one of the temple guards turns to you and says, "Oh, Lord Jarrell, oh, you saved us, please." And like you can even hear some people saying, "Like Lord Jarrell, Lord Jarrell." Like, um, at this point, Jarrell is just beaming. I mean, obviously his armor looks a little dinged up, but when he pulls the sword of justice out, it just looks magnificent as always. Um, and he's going to walk to... I, I will say, just to quickly add a little bit more to the environment, just because I don't want this to be just the Jarrell show, then you hear also hear some, some people yell, Oh, and the Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind! Oh, we are saved! And people start cheering. Like, they'll tell us what we... Like, what, what what's, what's going on? They'll save us! Um... So yeah, Jarrell will walk to the the top of the stairs. Uh, one sword, well, is the sword of justice high in the air. His hand on Quinn's back. Um, and he will say, like "The small of my back." No, like your shoulder. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I was like, like "Where on my back are you touching?" And now, and are you going to read from the notes that Quinn gave you, or are you going off the cuff here, Jarrell? Because I, because if he's, if you're going to read off the notes, I would like Quinn to recite them first, and then for you to recite them afterwards. Oh my god. Um, I think that Jarrell would have skimmed the notes and is probably going to base his what he can remember off of it, but I don't think he's going to read it verbatim. It doesn't it sound actually, very all it says, all it says, is just speak from your heart. Okay. Oh. It, and and that's how Quinn provides the help action. <laughs> sure. Yes. But what are you? Uh, give me a give me a little speech. Uh. So Jarrell trying to make his voice boom in the square as much as he can. Uh, he will say, "People of High Rock," and wait for them to come. Um. An evil has taken over your city. For the last few months, I, your uh, temples have been destroyed, and a power far beyond this world has taken control of your minds and your hearts. But we have okay, defeated uh, it. I'm gonna, I was going to say, I'm going to pause you right there, because this is that little beat between, but we have defeated it, and a dark, a dark power has taken over Hierarch. You hear people saying, 
go from being like, oh, God, we're fucked, to, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> because of the way that you framed it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and I guess with... Do you want me to do more of it? I can't really think of a whole lot. I mean, he's going to talk for a while about how, like, there's well, a, there's a I mean, new yeah, arch sure. cleric. Um, and then just, just, there's murmurs there's murmurs in the crowd as as you mentioned a new arch cleric because again right zero named her acting arch cleric the the actual arch cleric Pope's in is in Ardwall. Not right now. Well, no, that that's the supreme arch cleric. There's not a new supreme right. arch cleric. There's a new arch cleric that will be overseeing the right. Yeah, <laughs> overseeing sure. the current temple. Yeah. Um, My understanding was um, uh, uh, Pope Sin oversaw the entire uh, Church of Valen, whereas everywhere. Bronson was overseeing the Church of Valen in High Rock. Correct. That's how I took it, too. Um, and I'm hoping that they, they take it that way. <laughs> um, because there is obviously still Supreme Arch Cleric Pope, Pope Sin. <laughs> um and Jarrell will announce that there will be a grand ceremony within a couple of hours to uh, inaugurate this new pope officially. Um, and the rebuilding of the pope? city will be. Yeah, no, 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 it's, essentially, it's essentially a cardinal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I was picturing it. There's like the popes and then there's yeah. like the b bigger heads that are also not just not the pope. Yeah. Should She's I do my my persuasion roll <laughs> yes please perhaps the biggest Added, persuasion roll of Jarrell's life yeah not too shabby um 25 um you can hear like some of the murmurs from the crowd dissipate and then, you know, after a moment, they say, you know, they, you could just hear like, you know, some, some, just like people like start clapping and cheering. Like, we are saved. The city will finally be okay once more. And then like the, you know, uh, the, some of the, the guards even are like, you know, just like relieved and like people are starting to like, you know, like you hear people like asking questions like, where's the ceremony going to be and everything like that, you know? All right. So um, the, you know, so the people are just kind of now they're not, now they're more abuzz, like kind of thinking like, OK, wow, like the heroes came and did their job. And now we're about to, you know, swear in a new like arch cleric. Like, you know, I wonder who it's going to be. Did you actually mention it was going to be Shalandria or did you just say we're going to did you keep it vague? I don't think he mentioned her name. Perfect. Okay, uh, well, well, he's given his speech. Uh, um, Omnius wants to walk over to um, Boris. How did they figure out that the pre-march pope is already missing? They didn't. They just they know that he's they back in Arbol. Right. They didn't know this that. Is, this Omnius is so uh, airheaded. Yeah, yeah okay. that he doesn't know the religious structure because he's a scientist and not a religious person. Sure. So when you say arch cleric, he assumes the one, which was a piece of information he didn't share earlier because he's airheaded. 
Boris very loudly exclaims, the Supreme Arch Cleric is missing? The crowd goes from cheering to like, like, like shouts of horror. What? The Supreme Arch Cleric is missing? What? What happened? Oh no. What is going on? What aren't you telling us? Wait, you guys didn't know this already? Now the, now, now, the, now the crowd is screaming again, demanding answers. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. And no, that has no is actually where this. we're going to call... No, no. And that is where we're going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thank no, you you're all. not. And don't apologize for that. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was unplanned Thank beauty. <laughs> that's that's literally the name of like if if the show wasn't called Hapless Heroes, that would be the name of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be season two. Unplanned beauty. Well, funny you should say that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you all out there in the internet world for listening. Um, if you like us, you could find us on the internet. We are on such places as Twitter and Instagram. You can just search for at Hapless Heroes or Facebook and Reddit. Look for Hapless Heroes Podcast. Those places, though, will really just point you to the place where we actually hang out and do all of our social media-ing, if you didn't hear the air quotes there, uh, our, our Discord server. Um, you can meet with us, hang out with us, share all kinds of things from, you know, just stories or things about the show or like pictures of your cats and dogs or anything like that uh just it's a great little community omnius obviously our one of our patreon donors has been a long you know time member of this community we were all just having a great time in there we really encourage you to join us and you know just introduce yourself and uh you know join our growing and awesome community of people but if you really like us you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice really means a lot to us um your kind words are really what put the wind in our sails and you know hey if reviews aren't your thing or if they're if they've already gone the way of the dodo by the time you're listening to this you can even just drop us an email haplessheroes at gmail.com you know say hi um but if you really really like us you could donate to our patreon it's just patreon.com slash heroes. We have a myriad of rewards, including the one that really we, we've only had one person, and at this point, probably the only person for now in this season, just by judging how things are going, reach our $100 donor level, and they got to be a part of this show right here. I'm pointing at Joe slash Omnius right down there on my virtual screen, but I realize, A, it's not oriented the same way for the people who I'm talking to on this video call, and uh, B, uh, it doesn't matter because this is radio. So, um, but we have a whole bunch of other stuff on there. Bloopers, behind the scenes audio, shiny rolls in our Discord server, and a special secret little channel where you can flaunt your um, extra coolness to the rest of the people in that community. It's just, you know, we have, we're trying to find all the ways we can to give back to all of you who have given so much to us. And if you love us, like really love us, Sally Field, just one, and the whole deal, you will drive down to the oldest dirtiest pawn shop that you can possibly find and buy the biggest most rectangular boombox in the entire store you'll then use it to tape record every episode of the hapless heroes in order take all of those tapes and a shoebox full of batteries drive to your ex-girlfriend's house if you have no ex-girlfriend drive to your mom's house stand in front of your car hold that ghetto blaster over your head and play every single tape in order until you've run out of episodes or batteries 
or or they chase you away. Or you're arrested. Doable. <laughs> you totally arrested. doable. <laughs> or your arms give out and it kind of falls down and cracks your head. No, then you keep playing it. <laughs> On the ground, unconscious, bleeding from their head. <laughs> yes. They don't While care our episodes like continue to roll. Hero. Right. <laughs> oh, well, that's just wonderful. So uh, I guess I really have nothing left to do besides outro my cast for you, starting on my virtual right this time with John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Until next time. Joe as Omnius. Still waiting on this tasteful. No, you're not. I'll send him to you, don't worry. Nicole. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I probably shouldn't have yelled that. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always speak from your heart. <laughs> and and Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. I tried that once, and the muffled voice coming from my chest was really just off-putting to people. You don't have a heart. He has a core. That's the same thing. Oh, my goodness. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where we continue this wacky adventure. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.